Hello, everyone, and welcome to my podcast, which is called Steps to the Spirit. And I (laughs) welcome you to Season 4, and I really can't even believe I'm saying that, because who knew when I first started doing this podcast, because I became legally blind, and it was really hard to, to do much of anything. Now, I'm... I've learned quite a bit about using dictation, etc. So I'm able to write and write my books. So, and, and but I've never wanted to give up the podcast. I think it's something that uh, I need to do. I need to say, and hopefully you guys will enjoy it. So again, this is season number four, episode number one, and the title of this episode is. The Serenity Prayer, Part 6, One Day at a Time. So we started uh, talking about the Serenity Prayer last year and toward the end, and then I do a special episode uh, at Christmas time and at New Year's. And by the way, I hope you had a great holiday and a great New Year's. And I hope the year coming up will be a great one, both human-wise and spirit-wise. And so now we are getting back to our discussion about the serenity prayer. I guess it's not a discussion. I guess I'm just doing all the talking. Um, You know, I I am... It'd be great to hear from you guys. You can email me at any time with comments or... uh, something you want to say, whatever, my email address is chuck at onespirit.net, and it's the number one. Okay, so we're talking about the serenity prayer, and we're really mostly talking about the original serenity prayer, which was written by Reinhold Niebuhr back in the 1920s and 30s. We're not sure exactly when it was finalized, but the basic words of the serenity prayer that he wrote are similar to the serenity prayer that we have today. The one we have today is, God, grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And you'll find this serenity prayer everywhere. Uh, It has become very popular even with people who aren't in 12-step programs. But usually, if you go to 12-step meetings, you'll see the poster of the Serenity Prayer or hear it or something. It's, It's really popular and all over the place. And well, it should be, uh, as you've hopefully understood from what we've talked about so far. Dr. I guess Nyberg's original version is a little bit different, but the the crux of the thing, the the meaning is the same as the one we've changed it to today. You may have also seen, especially if you attend meetings, a poster that says simply, one day at a time. And I think Generally speaking, in the program, if you speak to, if you have a sponsor or a mentor of some sort, or if you've done some reading about the program, uh, you'll 
probably find that one day at a time means just not to get ahead of ourselves. Uh, myself, <laughs> as an alcoholic, I used to plan like months ahead, years ahead, where I was going to be in a year or two years. I remember hearing somebody speak at a meeting one time, and she said, you know, if you planned five years ago that in five years you were going to lose your house, lose all of your money, lose your family and your wife and kids, and be pretty much penniless and destitute and living maybe in a halfway house, well, you don't have a problem because your life is going exactly the way you planned it to. And however, she said, if you didn't plan this, <laughs> you, you may have a problem. And I, when I heard that, I certainly thought, well, I think I was in the halfway house at the time and attending meetings. And I thought, oh, yeah, I didn't plan to be here to be like this. I had much, much bigger and grander plans. But now getting back to the original serenity prayer, I have included in the description uh, the lines that we'll be kind of working on today. I've underlined them. And it says, uh, living one day at a time, uh, enjoying one moment at a time. Now, this is how Naira said it, and I, I, he may have meant it a little bit differently than we have the understanding of it today. And, you know, he this these lines come directly after the um, the lines that we are familiar with in the serenity prayer. I, I don't know that many of us realize that this, the line or slogan, one day at a time, came from uh, Reinhold Niebuhr's serenity prayer. But I think he may have uh, been, as I am, at a loss for words when it comes to describing our spiritual relationship with God. Now, I'm speaking mostly to those of you who have been able to understand the need for surrender and saying the all-important, I think, yes to God. And that yes means that I am going to try the best I can to do things your way to let you decide and listen to you and decide the best way to live my life one day at a time. You know, in the spirit world, <laughs> I don't think there is any such thing as a day or a minute or an hour or a lifetime. I think everything is pretty much eternity there and so it's not divided up into little segments. You just, I think, be. You are. But as human beings, we have these segments that we able to help us to regulate our lives. And I think overall they're a good thing. The problem I have is when I try to project, I try to think what is going to happen in a week or a month or a year 
And then I start to get into trouble. Instead of now, what I try to do is really not even one day. I try to live in the moment. And I try to, <laughs> and you've heard me before, I'm sure, say that my idea of prayer is listening. It's a one-way conversation. I try to listen for what my spirit is directing me to do. And and I usually, quite often, get get it. I want to do something during the day. I want to go to this place. Uh, I, and my spirit says, this is what you should be doing. You shouldn't be doing this thing. And I, this is the preferred thing for you to do. And I'm saying a lot of the time now, yep, you're right. I have to let that go. And I have to try to live my life according to the way God wants me to live it. Hmm, I'm sort of back now. That's the first time this has happened in four years that we've been doing this podcast. I got a phone call and uh, had, to, had to take it. So now I'm trying to remember where I was when I when I left off. I hope you'll excuse me if I screw it up. Anyway, I know that for me, it's it's not easy sometimes to live one day at a time. Uh, we have to make plans, and we find ourselves making plans. People make plans for weddings or graduations or a test that's coming up. But I, I really don't think that the one day at a time is meant to include that uh, those things. I think that's our human life. And, of course, we have to make plans. Otherwise, we wouldn't be able to really survive, actually, if we didn't make plans to meet somebody or to have a job interview or to go to the grocery store to get food. So... I don't think we're really talking about that in living one day at a time. I think I'm kind of talking about not getting ahead of my spirit. And my spirit never tells me tomorrow you're going to do this. I never hear that. I hear you have to do this. You should do this. You may do this. You, this is just something that comes into my head that this is the way I should be living today. Or more likely now, I think what I hear this one day at a time is really now. We, let's face it. We, every, every action that I do is an action that I do now. I, it might have consequences in the future, and it may be as a result of my past that I'm doing it. But when I'm listening for my spirit's direction, for God's direction in my, for my, my will and my life, those things come as to what I should be doing right now. And never mind tomorrow. Never mind yesterday. What do they say in the, in the program is, yesterday is a canceled check. Tomorrow is a promissory note. What we have is cash, is right now. And that's what I really think that we need to do to listen to our spirit. 
and to be able to live one day at a time. And Reinhold Leibach goes on to say in that second line, enjoying every moment. So now he's cut the day into moments. I don't know what a moment is. I guess it's some arbitrary amount of time, but he says, enjoy every moment. So just because I have decided to turn everything over to God does not mean that I cannot enjoy my life on earth, my life as a human being. I have to enjoy those moments. God has given given us those too, just as well as given us our personal uh, lives. He's given us the enjoyment of being able to have every moment and see every moment and see the birds, the butterflies, the hills, the lakes, the ocean. He has given us that. So... Once I am able to forget about the other problems that I used to have and I'm listening to God, theoretically I can enjoy the moments in my life a lot more without a lot of garbage being thrown in with them. Anyway, that's about all I have to say for today. I've gone over a little bit more than the time I like to take, but uh, that's it for now, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Goodbye.